Thank you so much for tuning in to Poor Baby, everybody. How are y'all doing today? <laughs> I have a feeling this podcast is going to reach new heights. New highs, at least. Maybe a few lows. <coughs> Guys. <coughs> Guys. Coronavirus is over. <coughs> Glad I brought my mask. Guys, uh, please welcome to the show today my new co-host. The old host is dead. His name was Steve. Rest in peace. <coughs> we killed him. And this is my new co-host. His name is Matt McElhone. Put it together. Is there a, a, an applause button? Yeah, hit this one. Oh, wrong one. <laughs> Are you nervous about the soundboard? I mean, I'm excited about the soundboard. I've never worked with a soundboard before. Just don't hit this one because this is what we hit to end the show. Okay. That's like literally half the reason I killed Steve was just to be able to use a soundboard for the first time. <laughs> I will miss Steve, you know? Let's play Steve's goodbye song. Steve. See, Steve will never sing. <laughs> Just for the listeners, Steve is coming back next week. Well, I, I'm sure the listeners are glad to hear they're not going to have to listen to me sing next week. So that's <laughs> Steve, I'll miss you. Until next week. Shout out to Steve's family. Shout out to specifically his daughters and his piece of shit wife, Katie. May she, may she find peace at the bottom of a Maker's Mark bottle. One hundred percent. I'll miss you, Steve. Two hundred proof. What um? What's your favorite Steve bit? Let's talk about um, Steve for a little bit. Actually, that sounds fun. So I still laugh to this day anytime someone orders a blue moon because he has that bit about oh, when he was joke. bartending. Yeah, I tell that joke when I'm bartending as if I came up with it sometimes. Do you tell it like without without giving him credit? Not I that I will just say it like for those of you that don't know, Steve's bit is basically like he had someone come up to the bar while he I was bartending. I know it by heart. Me too. He had he had someone come up to the bar while he was bartending and ask. Uh, he said, I'll have a blue moon and something for the ladies. and Or for the ladies. He goes, Steve yeah, said, he points to his wife. He says, I'll take a blue moon and get uh, something, something girly, girly for, for my wife. Yeah. <laughs> and Steve goes, two blue moons coming right at <laughs> <laughs> I still think about that every time I see someone order a blue moon, dude. Oh, man. Hey, do you know you know Kenzie Ford? She yeah. told me a joke once Love about... Love Kenzie. She, she told me a story once about this kid came in and he handed her an ID. This is another bartending story. I'll steal it. Works. Is she a bartender? I didn't know that. She's worked in the okay. industry. She works. She's a really good job now. Yeah, I was gonna say, and I and she's got like a history of good jobs. Yeah. Like so, I think. She, but she's worked in the industry, and she was telling me once she had this guy come in, and he was really young looking, and she's like, "There's no fucking way this guy's 21," and he hands her an ID, and it doesn't. She's like, "It just doesn't feel right. It doesn't really look like him." Right. And so then she's like, I mean, I guess um, you got an ID, so what do you want to drink? And the guy goes, I'll take a fireball on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I remember this now. Yeah. And she goes, hey, I'm not serving Get you the fuck out, out of my bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do you have, you have, you Those are pretty worked? similar. They're like the same category of... Uh, <laughs> you, you have never worked in the industry. No, I worked at Bennigan's as a host when I was 16. <laughs> yeah. How was that? 
I mean, I was a host, so at the time we were t still taking reservations. I like to think that you know I had more to do than the average host today. Right. Back in my day, when reservations were a thing, you know, it yeah. wasn't just this pussy online shit that everyone I don't know subscribes I mean, to. People don't go to restaurants enough, I guess, to do reservations. You don't think so? Well, certainly not now that we're like you know getting over a pandemic. Well, but. you know. One of the restaurants I work at refuses to take reservations. Yeah. We don't do it as a practice. And then we'll have 25 people show up unannounced. And the managers are like, I can't believe these people didn't call ahead of time. It's like, we literally, it literally says. They may have. Don't, <laughs> don't try to take a reservation. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I guess the rule should be no reservations unless you have uh, over 10 people or something. No reservations like unless it, the serving staff is kind of tired and you didn't. Bad <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't tell them ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> that's like I do I you know complaining about the industry is one thing but sometimes it feels like bartenders have like a victim complex it's mm. like it's not you're not mopping up shit you know what I mean right and there's always in my experience at least like in Denton it's Dusty's and my little cousin who's basically my little brother works at Loophole and then all of those people go to Dusty's afterwards or uh Cletus's to be more specific and they all cry about these problems and they all talk about how someone didn't tip them or did tip them or whatever and that victim complex that you were just speaking of is almost like a morality booster it's like when military people talk about getting bombed or something and they're like you will not believe the asshole I had to deal with today right like but then it becomes an exercise in like some people it becomes an exercise in being better at one downing shafted by the, the guest than yeah. anybody else yeah like I, I've done that before where I you know, like I'm complaining about a guy and somebody's like, well, what did he do? And then I realize, like, I just fucking hate this guy. Like, <laughs> I just I don't have a good reason. I have a quiet bias against this person for some reason. I don't want to analyze right now. Yeah. Maybe like oh my God. he has a lisp or something. That's probably a bad one. 90 times out of 10, if a dude just talks really loud when I walk up to the table, I just maybe assume he's an asshole. Yeah, but you talk really loud. So that's kind of but not projecting. Maybe, well, <laughs> it's at least a little it. hypocrisy, it. dude. I, what, uh, I, I don't think so. Do you think it's because you see them as trying to take authority of the situation? Like them speaking loud is like, I'm in charge here. Maybe talking you, loud is not the right way to say what I'm trying to say. I too much confidence? If, if somebody tries to order for their wife, even if their wife likes that, I don't like it. Yeah, and she'll have... What about for children? It makes sense for children, right? Or do you want, at a certain age, them to start making their own... No. You and your kids need to... I would prefer if the parents just give me all their kids' orders. Yeah. Them. Especially when you got, like, three of them and they want to go play with the golden tea and shit. Mm -hmm. Just tell me what you need. But, like... <clears throat> have We haven't said where I work, have we? No. Okay. Make sure we don't. Okay. And if we do, I just have to go bleep it out. I've noticed throughout the, the length of the podcast, you've been very concerned about whether or not you said where you work. I just I talk I talk about it a lot. Have you considered just like lying about where you work, just saying that you work at Applebee's or something? Um, well, not that I, I maybe I do work at Applebee's. You never right? Know. Yeah, I don't want to don't want to rule that out. I don't want to rule that out. He works at Bennigan's uh, <laughs> at the Grapevine Mills Mall. And, yeah, and then I have a day job at Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you were working at Bennigan's. Did you have to wear a vest? Uh, no, I just had a black polo shirt. I didn't even have to have a Bennigan's polo shirt, but they did give me one eventually, and I'd wear it from time to time. But name I just tag? had to wear khakis and a black polo. Yeah, name tag. Was a mask part of the uniform back then? I no, not at anymore. all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I took that so seriously. It was like <laughs> You were like, no, sir. Absolutely not. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah. 
I, I, yeah, I don't want to force like the fact that I lived in Korea or lived in Korea into every conversation I've ever had, but like wearing a mask in 2015 or 2016 in, in South Korea was not at all a weird thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but they, they, did they do a better job with COVID than us? Yes, absolutely. They were finished with their lockdown. They, they, the government sent out like, like, two weeks worth of rations to everybody and then said like seriously you're not leaving your fucking house there was no like remember when we had the um what was it called urgent workers not urgent but like um Mm. uh, i remember essential essential Essential. workers and it was like you know working at bennigan's is an essential job because people gotta have their takeout you know and like everybody was quote unquote essential like Uh 60% 60% of the working force was somehow essential. Uh-huh. Yeah. South Korea didn't do that. So, like, they had their shit locked down and, like, figured out within a few weeks. Well, they don't have everybody at a point where if a restaurant is closed down for two weeks, they lose their house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone's making a livable wage and has good health care. Do you think... How, how happy do you personally think American citizens are versus citizens of say south korea well it's interesting because south korea has one of the highest suicide rates in the world so if you use that as a metric it's obviously a big tick against Mm. them but i would say in general um i think that god that's such a hard question to answer because america is such a melting pot with so many different demographics and there are certain demographics that listen to grunge music and are super depressed and then there are other ones that listen to the same k-pop that korea does you know i guess like but you know is that happiness i guess that's kind of strange because it's like you're also asking to define happiness against across two different cultures. Like, Can I say that I was happier when I lived there? Like in general, walking around, going to a restaurant, blah blah blah. I really? I yeah. Now, like honestly, I guess it sounds kind of pessimistic, but I'm annoyed by so many fucking people that I'm around all the time. Just at the grocery store, and someone doesn't want to move their fucking cart uh-huh. or look around, and they, they have their cart like sideways in the aisle, mm-hmm. and it's like you're really that entitled to think you're the only person that needs to walk here, like right. I don't, I don't, I think there's more of a, uh, here it feels very much like everyone's looking out for themselves and themselves only. Right. Does that make sense? Uh huh. Yeah. Feels a little more. There's more collectivism out there. Yeah. Collectivism. Yeah. So that's crazy. What would you do to fix that in America? <laughs> I don't know that there is any way to fix it. And I you, think in a lot of ways. Don't you think it's Dallas, though, because everybody drives everywhere out here? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, especially with the distance, the Metroplex being so spread out. Like, it you have to have a car here. Ass, you cannot. You, there, there's not even a decent enough bus system. I guess you could use the Dart to get from Metroplex to Metroplex, but it's completely unrealistic. And then everyone's pissed off because they were in traffic all day. So when they get to where they're going, they're already in a bad fucking in a mood. Rush too, yeah. They're running late to everything. Yeah. 35 West. I mean, coming here was the first time I didn't have stop and go traffic on Where'd 35 West. Uh, it starts with a B, not Basswood. Burleson. Basswood, yeah. That's actually Hightower. You just drove straight from the highway. Yeah. But it's like still 20 minutes away from the highway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like... You and it's only four miles, but it's red light after red light after yeah, red light. It's really... Like, well, you know, that's more what a city is like. But you know what? They built a fucking bus path to that place. It wouldn't be so bad. It wouldn't. But, you know... No one would use it anyways because we've we've... Like, as a culture, we have learned to figure that uh, having a car is a status symbol and having a car makes you more important than other people. And that's kind of the goal. So that's especially set in out here. Yeah. If we had a bus system, no one would fucking use it. And then it would be a waste of taxpayer money. So what is the right answer? Yeah, because I think, like, I talked about moving to New York. 
Yeah. And when I was moving, when I was thinking about moving there, I mentioned bringing my car, and somebody who lives there was like, "Ever don't." You're gonna pay like forty dollars for parking every day. You don't like, have a car. Yeah. It's almost was like he was almost like, "What kind of idiot brings a fucking car?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the reverse of what you're saying. I think. Interesting. Do you buy art? I've bought your picture. Actually, I think you gave me your picture for free. It's still hanging up in my house. I hope I did. If I charged you for it, I feel like an asshole. No. Um, do I buy art? I have art, but most of it is either inherited or gifted. Fair enough. So, Is it like people you know gifting you art that they made or like people buying? Paintings? My grandmother is, a, is an art collector. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's she, right. Your grandma has some really cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, she's got like... She's really big into parquet, and she's got a lot of parquet originals. And oh she's really big gosh. into Peter Max. I have a Peter Max original at the house. It's funny because, like, I have a safe filled with like you know thousands of dollars worth of weed and, and cash money. And it, if the safe was gone, I'd be like, okay, at least they didn't know art, because <laughs> like, like, the the painting would have been gone. You oh know? my gosh, <laughs> that's crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah. She's not like wealthy, but she sees that as an investment. It's her cryptocurrency. You know what I mean? Like it's a better investment than cryptocurrency by a lot. Probably, degree. yeah. I mean, in the long if term, history is any indication. Yeah. What's that Jay Z song like? Um, well, shit. Now I can't remember it. Uh, the People versus O.J. Simpson. Yes, exactly. Where he talks about buying art for one million. Ten years later, it's worth two million. I'm not black. I'm O.J. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like that. I like the idea behind that song. Mm -hmm. That people are supposed to celebrate themselves and be themselves. And then, you know, but there's this weird idea, I think, in the zeitgeist right now that that comes automatically comes into conflict with the world around you. It kind of conflicts with what we were just talking about. You know what I mean? Like, because that's an individualistic ideology. Like, right. But it's more about celebrating parts of yourself. Yeah. You can do that and still care for your neighbor. Well, yeah, and it's like, if you do it in a positive way, it's not exclusive to others. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you believe in the idea that we are in some kind of melting pot. Yeah, do you not believe in that? The way you said that made me think you didn't believe in that. Mm -hmm. The number of cultures just around you in this apartment complex is... It's awesome. Yeah, it's unparalleled. No other country on earth has that. apartments are like a uniquely... um, Maybe England has a lot of it. Apartments, especially in this area, are uniquely... I mean, Dallas is kind of like really diverse. Right. Dallas-Fort Worth is kind of really diverse. Yeah. Compared to the rest of the country. Well, I would say most large urban city centers are... A lot of... um, Austin, Houston, San Antonio. Not to just name Texas places, but right. name the biggest city in any state. I would say that's the case. Don't that's you think? the most diverse. Yeah. yeah. Obvious. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But, goes without saying. Well, well, you know, actually, Texas Women's University is the most diverse university in the state. Did I ever tell you? That surprises me. Like, racially diverse? Obviously, it's not genderly. That's what they say. That was their selling diverse. Point. Yeah. I, but I'm like... Uh, does that count women as a minority? Like, Oh, so then they're that? saying like 80% of us are a minority. You know, I was telling you about that wasp that got in this morning. Yeah. There's a, a nest right there on my porch. I just saw like three go over to the corner of my porch. We got to go out there and raid it. Uh, I don't have any raid, dude, but I got to go close that door because what if they get in the screen? Dude? I don't think they're going to get in the screen. They're big. The screen's small. You're good. 
they got they were there was one in here this morning. It's kind of nice to hear like kids playing in the background. I don't know if that picks up on the podcast it won't pick or up not. On the podcast. It is nice though. Do you think they can hear us though? Yeah, talking. probably. I should cut down on the dick jokes and. I don't think we said anything dirty. Yeah. I can't even remember anything we said. I remember what we said, what we kind of talked about. Yeah. But I don't remember what we've said. <laughs> you remember the general topics? We've been going for about 15 minutes now. How do you feel? It doesn't feel like 15 minutes, I'll tell you that. Are you having a good time? So far, absolutely. Is this the first time we've ever done a podcast together? Well, you know, it's funny. I did a practice podcast with you and Nick Fields, and I can't remember who the Me fourth was. Me and Nick's was. podcast, which is where the characters yeah. are going to be. So technically, no. But, but that never got released. Yeah, we did like an hour and a half. And I will tell you this, though. At the time, I had never f- done a podcast before, and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be on a podcast. And then you were like, yeah, we're not really going to release that. And I was like, okay, uh, fuck me. Yeah, Nick <laughs> kind of moved, and it kind of fell apart. Yeah. But um, nothing against Nick. But like... Yeah, I love that guy. Uh, what was I going to say? That was... That recording, though... It Maybe was Gage you. T. Arena. I'm trying to remember who the fourth person was. Maybe it was you, me... Daniel Magden? I don't think it was Daniel Magden. That doesn't feel right. Who was it? Anyway, it's not important. We had one Omni mic, which yeah, I think that was great. another reason that you didn't want to release it was because it sounded like ass. It didn't sound necessarily terrible. Not as professional as you are now. I mean, listen I mean, to this. Does this sound good? I don't I'm know. Sure. I can't hear it. You listened to two episodes on the way here, though. Yeah. No, I, I think that uh, it's definitely improved since the first episode. I think that since the first episode, you definitely learned to let Steve talk a little more and to talk a little quieter. Or maybe he started talking louder. But you guys started matching better, if that makes sense. I guess. <laughs> did that, did that upset like you? you put it all on me at first, and then you kind of made it less about me. So <laughs> I liked the second half of the answer a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me, dude. Is that, is that a bang? We got a bang down. Bang down. Bang down. You want to play a game? Yeah, let's play a game. All right, do you want to do the cards? It's kind of our biggest game. Sure. You okay. go first. All right. So, well, we both go at the same time. So how it's going to work is I'm going to play, I'll play Steve's song. Unless, do you want to, do you want an alternate song? We can sub in a different song. Is it going to take too long to like figure out which song? I'll just do Steve's. Because we're like live right now. You'd have to go back and edit well, it. Well, no, we could do. Okay, I love it. So as your song plays, I'm, uh, I'm gonna flip through the cards, and then when I get to the when I find the question I like, I'll pull it up and I'll ask you the question. Okay. Oh, you dropped that one. I can see it. I can see it. Don't use that one again because I've already seen what it is. Matt. You're a big lake guy. That's true. Big lake guy. Everybody knows about that. Favorite lake? I mean, Louisville, just because I've been there so many times. No, no, no. Best lake. Best lake. Georgetown. Georgetown Lake. Yeah, north of uh, north of Austin. Love it. Uh, obviously man-made, because it's in Texas. Yeah. I think there is two. There are two man-made lakes, or uh, non-man-made lakes in Texas. There's only one, one that I... I I've Inks Lake heard. is man-made, right? And then... I mean, no. is is not man-made. Inks Lake is a geologic. I don't know what that is. Where you is don't that know at? what Inks Lake is? Uh, I think the town's called Ink. I'm not really sure. I've heard through others. Yeah, the grapevine. That there's only one man, non-man-made. Do you lake. know what it is? Which one it is? 
Is it text archaic? No way, that's too big. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it is. That's a hilarious idea of me that they used to go out and be like, we need a fucking lake here. <laughs> what if we couldn't use any of this shit, dude? What yeah. if we just couldn't use any of it? Do you think it's possible that that's messed up the like global, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the water, you know, like you fucking evaporation and then turns to a cloud and then it rains somewhere. Do you think it's thrown off the cycles? How the man made lakes I mean, everywhere? It has to have changed something. It's not natural. Right? Yeah. yeah. But, duh. I don't know. What'd you do at like Georgetown? Uh, my friend had a boat when I was living in Pflugerville, which is just north of Austin, and we would uh, go out on that boat all the time. There's a lot of cliffs that you can jump off of, like rock structures that you can climb on and stuff. And uh, I don't know. It's just really peaceful. It's not like nearly as high traffic as Louisville. Sometimes Louisville can be downright scary. I mean, like literally like 15 people a year die in Lake Louisville just from like getting hit by a by a ski dude that's like going past the buoys when he's not supposed to. So all the time that I was sitting there on the shore going, I don't want to get in a fucking lake, dude. Well, I wasn't going to give you the bad facts. (laughs) (laughs) You made me get in the fucking lake. You take the good, you hide the bad. And there you have the facts. That's back when I was drinking, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. You know what's crazy? I think I could do a lake now. Just raw dog. Sober? It. Yeah. Yeah. You did it a little bit last time. You started with your toes. But cliche I like. Yeah. I, but I remember I started drinking and then I was like, once I was a little drunk, I was like, I'm going to get in the water now. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's part of it. Um, it's always been true about me. I'll get in anything once I'm drunk. <laughs> I probably definitely didn't tell you about the creatures we've seen. We've seen an alligator there. I've seen like three water moccasins, and one of them, his head was like the size of yours, dude. It was like the biggest water moccasin I've ever seen. I do have a big head. Yeah. It was fucking massive, dude. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Fuck, fuck alligators, man. <laughs> I thought you were going to say fuck lakes. This, I, you know, I've been kind of seeing someone. Mm-hmm. And they live out in the country. And I was telling them today about this wasp, and they were like, "So, yeah." <laughs> I felt like why such would a you bitch. even bring that up? Yeah, yeah dude, like... only lightly related. But did you hear that? Have you ever heard? Have I ever told you? Uh, first of all, you know I hate mosquitoes. Second of all, there was this town in Brazil that like uh, put out a bunch of mosquitoes to eradicate the mosquito population. They were genetically modified so that they were males and they only had male offspring. I think I read about that, yeah. Yeah, they only had male. They're doing that in the United States now. And, like, for a long time, this has been 10 years since they did it in Brazil, and scientists basically decided, like, well, we don't want to pull the trigger because we don't know what that could cause long-term, like, you know, food chain problems, blah, blah, blah. But they're doing it in the United States now because they've decided that mosquitoes are an invasive species anyways, so if anything, we're kind of correcting where nature got mosquitoes. off. I'm so for it, dude. I do not like mosquitoes. Mosquitoes are an invasive species from where? Uh, South America. So how'd they invade? Uh, probably just through Central America and on boats. You know what I so, mean? So isn't that natural? Well, you know how you like to play risk? Yeah. Well, let's let's say that there are <laughs> forces north of South America. If they had just built up their resources, then the mosquitoes wouldn't have been able to attack... So you're Central saying America. I just need to spray the shit out of my patio with some raid? Yeah, I think there are people that say that that's you know like vegans and such that like oh definitely yeah that don't believe in killing. I work with a vegan and a, and a bee got into the bar the other day and mm-hmm. I was like hey man we gotta get rid of this bee and she's like don't kill it. I'm like listen I'm bartending right now like, <laughs> I'm trying to make my fucking rent right. so this bee is fucking up my rent 
like I value life. Look, he's trying to get inside the screen right there. Yeah, dude. but he's not gonna do it. He is. He you got in this morning. You can literally talk shit to that wasp, dude. Yeah, dude, he is this fucking morning you trying had to get slightly in. Cracked. Look, there's another one. I'm telling you, there's a wa- there's a fucking nest they're building on top of my shit right there. I'm gonna go close this door, dude. Fuck wasp. <laughs> I hope that your friend from the country hears this. <laughs> Uh, for the listeners, Colton is single-handedly fighting off seven wasps <laughs> with his bare fists. That would hurt. Yeah, because contact with one can make you get stung, huh? Yeah. Yeah. See, this is what's so fun about the questions game is we're talking about wasps right now, but we started with lakes. Yeah. That is fun. Okay. You cycle through them. It's, you know, it's part of it. Right. I can tell Steve wrote that one. Okay, let's go with this one. Who was your least favorite teacher growing up and why? I had a French teacher. This is actually a crazy story. I'm worried about telling it. I had a French teacher when I was in middle school. And um, (laughs) we were doing Hamlet in theater class at the time. And I, man, I couldn't tell you how to ask what your name is in French. I took three years of it with this lady. Hated. Could you at the time, or were you just really bad at French even I, then? I fucking, I was just, I basically cheated all the way through the classes, right. and then failed out, and then I think I took like a remedial class. What made you choose French? Not my, to derail My, my the... grandma speaks French. Okay. Um, that wasn't enough motivation for you. <laughs> it was enough motivation to take the class, but not yeah. to learn the language. Well, you know, I think I kind of knew in the back of my head that, like, I'm going to fuck this class. <laughs> but uh, maybe I wasn't the best student, but this lady, I mean, I feel like some of her behavior was inappropriate, honestly. Like, um, she's probably dead now. She was old as fuck when she was my teacher. Yeah. I, that's horrible to say. She might be a podcast listener. You know, God forgive me for saying that, honestly. But, like... Uh, <laughs> Poor baby. She, uh, fuck. She, I was passing a note to my friend. And I rewrote the, the, the to be or not to be um, to my friend about safe sex. And made it about safe sex. I was like, to fuck or not to fuck. You know, yeah, and it was really bad, really cringy. Sixteen-year-old trying to be funny and edgy. She saw me pass the note while she's talking, and then she comes over and picks it up. Now, keep in mind this: this lady is like five two, she's eighty fucking years old, she has ghost white hair. I'm not, I'm not trying to say anything bad about her. Not like in shape, right? Where Skechers move ups every day. (laughs) Really painted the picture. I love it. Comes over, picks up the note. And what I said to her, I swear to God, I said, th- and I told this to the vice principal at the time, because there was like litigation about this. Yeah, yeah. I said, that's really inappropriate. I only wanted him to read it. I don't think that you should read it. You can throw it away and write me up. I know it's inappropriate, mm. but I really don't want you to read it because it's really gross. And she goes, okay. And then reads it. And then she goes and puts it on her desk. Then she sends me to the principal's office later in class. She like waits like a few minutes and she sends me a principal office. Then, a few weeks later, nothing. I like didn't hear anything about it. Mm-hmm. That's the worst when you think it's out when you think you're past it. And well, I was like, yeah, I kind of forgot about it. I was like, yeah, I almost got in trouble for passing a note in class. Yeah. Then a few weeks later, I get called in the vice principal's office and my parents are there. And my dad is wearing like a really nice shirt and my mom is wearing like a really nice shirt. And they start talking about how this teacher has accused me of sexual harassment. Whoa. 
And Do you remember specifics of what the note said, or it was like it? I remember. I don't remember how it went. Did you pass it to a male friend or a female? It was a male. It was a male friend. But it was about a woman. It wasn't about any particular woman. It was like a joke about practicing safe sex, but it was rewritten in the style of Hamlet. It literally had nothing to fucking do with her whatsoever. Yeah. No, it had nothing to do with a particular woman. It was like, to fuck or not to fuck. I want to not get an STD, right. but thusly, or something like that. It was like using, I mean, you know, I, I knew the thing off the top of my head at the time. I was just writing it. I was fucking around, improving on a little note, and yeah. passing it to my friend, who I didn't even know this guy, really, but we would just sit there in class and make jokes to each other. I knew that he would think it was funny. He had made dirty jokes to me, you know? Right. So I know, like, honestly, at the time, I'm doing everything right to not have made this an uncomfortable situation for her. I even said, mm. like, hey, that's really Please not, don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want you to read that. It wasn't for you. I understand that I shouldn't have been doing that. I'm sorry. Right. <clears throat> so then she accuses me of sexual harassment. And, like... I just remember my mom sitting there being like, are you, f is this fucking real? Like, is this towards you or towards the, towards the principal? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cause he's like, well, you know, if she says something like this, we have to treat it with respect as her employer. It's just boys talking boys. And well, I mean, and I don't want to be the guy who says stuff like that, but remind me again, what grade this was. I was in, it was high school. Okay. So you're pubescent. I'm you're six, fucking uh, yeah, 16, hormones raging. Like, she just didn't like you, essentially. I mean, other if she liked you, she would have been like, oh, boys, and then thrown it away. You know what I mean? I guess. It was like, it's like, almost like, even more than that. Like, <clears throat> I cannot illustrate for you enough. I feel like you're not getting it. Okay. The note had nothing to do with, with her specific. class, with her, with someone in the class. Yeah. It was literally a joke about, like, safe sex. Using the Hamlet monologue as its structure. That's so clever, by the way. Thank you deserve you. credit for like the artsiness of it. I appreciate. Like that. the principal should have called you in and said, like your parents in and been like, we think he should be in a magnet school <laughs> because clearly we're not challenging him TV. enough. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, I wish he had said that. Instead, he said, <laughs> "Your eighty-year-old French teacher, who you fucking hate, is accusing you of sexual harassment because you." I guess what she's what they said is because I told her in front of the class that it was really dirty. That mm. was the sexual harassment. Yeah, that's me <laughs> asking for an ounce of privacy. I, yeah, that's me trying to give you some privacy or saying like, "Hey, I don't think I'm sparing you that from wasn't this funny for joke. you." Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like saying ahead of time. I didn't, I, at no point did I intend for you to see that. She forced it on herself. Yeah. And then accused me of sexual harassment. It's like harassment. hacking your computer and then being mad at you for the files that you have on there. Well, I mean, well, I mean certain files. Certain never, mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad analogy. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that kind of just, that's, that's what comes to mind. Yeah. I had a second grade teacher who I had similar problems with where, I mean, in second grade, though, like, let's be honest, man. Like, my parents, you know, probably should have taken me to a psychiatrist in the second grade because I was like, I had just gotten yeah, diddled, right? <laughs> and they were aware? Out. They weren't aware. Okay. I was acting out like crazy. That's when my I first started, like, having mania and, you mm -hmm. know, mood swings all the time and stuff, I think, that I can remember. 
I'm, you know, I used to be rambunctious yeah. and then just depressed. Yeah, they should have seen that switch, I suppose. But you can't hold it against them. No, I don't. And kids go fucking. I literally had amazing. Kids parents. go through phases regardless. Right. I love your parents. I've met them both a few times They're and awesome. they yeah. seem so cool. Dude, there's a fucking. The wasp is definitely not getting through the glass, Colton. I don't understand why he wants in so bad. Because it's a cool pad. Look at this place. You got a bachelor pad here, bro. I mean, Who I wouldn't want to be in here? Sorry. Are <laughs> you being sarcastic? No, no. I was making a bee pun. Oh, <laughs> God. Good I job. think it's a cool place. I wasn't being sarcastic. Good job, though, on that. On the B pun? <laughs> on the B pun. That was, nice. that was uh, I give it a B minus, to be honest. <laughs> oh. All right, man. Well, I think you know what it's time for now. Is it the five second? Hell yeah, dude. You're getting better. I am. I'm trying. I've been sending that, uh, that, like, learn how to play the piano. I've been wondering, is that learn how to the how to play the piano like a recommendation code that you give do you get like a free month out of that or something if someone joins no um actually don't pay for a year because i can add family members i can wow. add up to five family members i mean i'm not gonna play the piano well what if you have a kid oh like to teach them yeah i don't care can you add godchildren? yeah <laughs> we can't have a kid for like two years now because of devin's heart stuff Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were planning on waiting about that period anyways, but now it's just like set in stone that we can't do it. You know what I mean? It's funny. As soon as something gets taken away from you, I've been thinking about kids so much more (laughs) since the doctor was like, you can't have kids for a while. You you had a moment. You were a little, but you, uh, you were like kind of drunk, I guess, and you were telling me that you really wanted to have kids, but you didn't think it was going to happen soon. Yeah. You were kind of, you know emotional about it but do you feel stressed about that now do i feel stressed about not being able to have them for two years or do i feel yeah you know it's funny because i go through phases even throughout a day where i'm like man a kid would like kind of give me some purpose not to mention that like i like children i like teaching them things i like you know the excitement that they have and the enthusiasm they have for life and i'd love to like you know coach a soccer team or or whatever whatever it is that they're interested in teach them how to skateboard you know what i mean but uh, at the same time, I also think about how I spend fucking $80 a day at the bar, and that will not be possible when I got to pay for, like, childcare and, you know what I mean, diapers and stuff like that. It's like it's a lot of sacrifice, too. It's not just, it's not all fun, you know what I mean? So I go yeah. back and forth. They say when you have a kid, though, it's like the oldest cliche in the world that your love for it's the child. It's just something metaphysically yeah, changes about it takes you. over. And I, and I kind of trust that because I've seen it enough, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I think you have that kind of love inside of you. This little light of mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are going to do the character game now. Okay, all right. All right. Do you have your list? Yep, right here. Are you reading all of them or are you reading the, the top one first? Uh, I should have put them on different index cards. You pick one. Okay. You got, I mean, just kind of pick one at random. Pick one that feels good. Do you want to? Do you want me to go into character first, or do you want to go into character first? You go into character first. All right. So you, you just say um, it's it's the one that says thanks. So you just kind of introduce the character as if they're coming on a talk show called Poor Baby, and then you play my intro, and I have the that's the the misconnect. So I'm reading to you who you are as the intro goes on. Then you're. Yeah, so let me let yeah, me yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, let, yeah. let me do you first. Okay. So you can see how it works. 
All right, guys. Uh, I'm very excited to have a, a, a special guest on the show today. Um, you know, we 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 wanted this guy on for a while, and we just haven't been able to get it. He has an interesting background. This is a uh, disgraced Sesame Street puppet, and I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today. How are you doing, man? Uh, how, how what have you been doing for work ever since you were kicked off of Sesame Street? I don't want to talk about it, okay? Oh, you don't want to talk about Sesame Street? I don't want to talk about Sesame Street. Can we talk about anything other than Sesame Sesame Street? When we reached out to your booking agent, we did tell him, hey, we're going to ask about Sesame Street. Do you know where I found that booking agent? Where? On fucking Sesame Street. Oh, really? You booked him on Sesame Street? I don't want to talk about him. You you do understand that Sesame Street is a fictional place that exists in a TV show. Uh, (laughs) What happened to you there? Why was I disgraced? Yes. Well, I, let's just say that somebody stuck their hand in a very uncomfortable place. You're a puppet. That's what you see. There's a guy with his hand up your ass. Right? Uh, okay, okay, all right. <laughs> That's enough BTS. <laughs> Behind the Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Behind the stitches. There you go. Behind the stitches. <laughs> that sounds like a wrestling documentary I need to watch, dude. <laughs> All right. It's your turn now. Okay. Uh All right. So for this next guy, I don't want to say his name. Uh and that'll become oh, am I hitting thank you first or am I hitting which one's thank you? Thanks. Thanks. Uh, for this next, Matt stood up to work the soundboard. I just wanted. <laughs> seems like a it seems like a big deal. Plus, my Coleman chair is kind of low. So you say the character name, and then yeah, add, yeah, you yeah. say, "I want to thank you for coming on the program." And as you say it, you play the song. Okay. All right. All right. This next guy, I'm not going to say his name uh, for reasons that will become obvious here in just a second. But I am excited to have him. He hasn't been seen on television since January 6th of uh, 2021. Uh, insurrectionist fugitive guy. It is so nice, and thanks for being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh, you, I didn't realize you were going to use a voice modulator. That's clever. I understand, you know why. But was your voice ever actually recorded on on camera? There is no level of security dark enough and deep enough that the deep state operatives who are secretly controlling our government cannot find out who I am. So I have to take every possible step to just try to keep myself safe for as long as possible. I have to ask you, um, how, how bad do you think that the deep state is at being secretive? The deep state is very secretive. It works in ways we don't understand. And... Even now, we continue to unravel the mysteries of their ungodly destruction on the American people. I know several things that have gone deeply wrong inside the internal government that I'm not even at liberty to talk about right now. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess if you brought it up... Things are very bad right now. Could you hint at anything? Is there anything that maybe Let's you just could say there's the a lot of about? corruption and possible pedophilia. And secrecy? I'm very concerned. 
Yeah, I'm I'm concerned too. Is there is there a hint you could give the listeners though? Just something to there are terrible things happening deep within our government that even if I were to explain them to you, they would make you so uncomfortable. I gotta be honest, uh, insurrection fugitive guy. It kind of sounds like you don't know what they are though. If you can't share them, don't you want the public to be aware? Is it possible that you're part of the deep state? I'm not part of the deep state. I just wanted to rule that out. I just wanted to rule that out. I'm not deep state. You're not. I'm definitely... Listen. I don't know. You know? What is a deep state? You know? Who is it? That's what what we're trying to figure out here today. Because, like, they're all, you know, part of the state. Is the deep state the opposite of the head of state? The head of the state is the deep state right now. The deep state is the the Democratic Party. Okay. Basically. It's interesting that you said right now. And also uh, Republicans, who I don't like. (laughs) Just those. Just the specific ones. There's like seven Republicans who aren't part of the deep state. Can can you name three of them? Who's that Marjorie lady? Marjorie Taylor. The blonde fucking hot one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) She's a... I'd probably vote for her if I lived there. So she's not part of the deep state. And are you having trouble thinking of Republicans? I got to say, insurrection fugitive guy, you don't seem all that well informed for someone trying to uh, unveil the deep state. There's a lot of problems in corruption. And like, I don't even give a fucking shit. So, you know, I don't even fucking care. All right. Well, I think we've heard enough. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, I think what I was trying to access there, and let's just get into this. I think what I was trying to access there with the insurrectionist guy. Wait. I think what I was trying to access there is that there's a lot of anger that there's something wrong, right? There's some kind of deep state, but mm-hmm. nobody knows what it is. All right. What do you think the deep state is? Well, I was about to touch on what you just said and say it's almost like the opposite of believing in God. You know what I mean? It's like it's like if you believed in the devil but not God, and you don't like really have proof for either one of them. But it's just really easy to blame anything that happens poorly in your life on that. You know what I mean? Like right. like gas prices are going up. Fucking deep state. You know like. The deep state. We have to wear masks. Fucking deep state. I guess it's the idea that like a lot of the people who actually run the government aren't elected, mm. which is true. Yeah, I think I think that's in the last twenty years that's become almost not conspiracy. When you, you know? call the IRS, you're not going to talk to an elected representative. Maybe we should. <laughs> How bad would that job? No one would want that job if they just answering. I think it would make the IRS dysfunctional. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck, man. Like. They're not going to fucking, if they're trying to get reelected, mm-hmm. they're never going to up the taxes. Yeah. They're trying to get reelected and raise money for their campaign. They're never going to tax businesses. You know what I was thinking about the other day? Taxes like such a scary word for Republicans. My grandparents, very Republican, right? The idea of taxes is just like if we, if everyone was able to, you know, afford. It's been interesting watching my grandparents apologize away the fact that my wife is stuck with so many medical bills right now because like. 
you know, they've never had to experience that happening to someone because they're both VA, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it's all free for them. But then when they say, like, yeah, well, healthcare is this and healthcare is that, it's like my wife was in the hospital for five days when she could have been in there for one day and it was all to milk her insurance company and then she has a $6,000 deductible, blah, blah, blah. I guess I'm getting off track. What I was trying to say is that it's funny to watch my grandmother uh, be so afraid of the word taxes and then donate to the church every Sunday. 10% of her income. Uh, of her income, exactly. Like more to do than... nothing. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. To buy, you know, billions of dollars worth of artwork around the world. Like, yeah. Maybe trillions of dollars worth of artwork. If we're talking about all the art in the Catholic Church, you know. I guess so. But nobody's ever going to sell the Vatican and get their money back. So you're saying that even though it's worth that, it's not like they're ever going to sell it? I don't understand. I mean, they don't use the money for that, right? They just like buy the priest's food. Yeah. I mean, that's what they tell us. It's not like the priest, you know, like super churches and the priest is driving like a BMW i8. And yeah. you're like, okay, where the fuck did you get that money? At least Catholic priests tend to drive, like, Toyota Camrys. You know what I mean? You like, know, actually, there's a regular at one of my bars. Maybe I shouldn't say too much about him. He's a Mexican priest. He lives in Guadalajara. He's a priest, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. And he lives in Guadalajara, but he's a regular at your bar? Yeah, he his brother lives up here. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So he comes in about every month gotcha. for a while. I mean, they're, his brother is very well off. Yeah. So, this dude would drink you under the table. the table, dude. Yeah. Unbelievable. Irish priests have a reputation for that. Really? Yeah, big time. I thought priests couldn't drink. No, they can, for sure. Can I drink? Well, here's the thing. Priests are supposed to avoid seven deadly sins like gluttony, so they can drink, but it should be in moderation. But so this guy's alcohol sinning. gets everybody. Yeah, like he's sinning. Yeah, alcohol gets everybody. Like you start in moderation, and then over ten years, moderation gets a little higher, a little higher, and before you know it, you're driving drunk to mass. You know what I mean? Like, I love a drunk priest. Yeah, because the sermons are better. You think they get sexual about God when they're drunk? <laughs> How do you get sexual about something? God's like the deep state. How do you get sexual about the deep state? You know what I mean? Like he's a, you can't picture him. You can't put a, a you can't put like an image to sexualize. Can you sexualize something without knowing what it looks like? Yeah. What? Can you sexualize love? Do you want to fuck love? Men do that all the time. I can't think of an example of women. Without knowing what they look like? Yeah. Like on call girls? Yeah, call girls. Okay, but God's never called you, so you don't even have a voice to go off of. Well, he's never called you. (laughs) No, he texts me usually. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. No, um, I think some people do think God's called them. Yeah. Well, I don't doubt that, but I don't think those same people sexualize. Mm. You never know. That was a good neck crack. Yeah. Okay. I'm like jealous of your neck cracks. I they're not good. It's because I, I had so poor posture. I can do finger cracks pretty good. I can do finger cracks. Yeah, but a neck, like I just I try all the time. I can't ever get my pinky to pop. It's like whistling, you know what I mean? Like people who can't whistle, that's how I feel about cracking my neck. This is how I feel about cracking my neck. It helps, but only for like a second. Really? Does it make it worse after? No. Over time, build up air pockets. I guess so. I don't know. I yeah. do a lot of work on my back. 
Yeah. You do yoga too, right? I stretch. I don't do yoga. Yeah. I have a stretching routine though. That's essentially yoga, right? Even if it's not. Nah, I mean, yoga, you like hold the poses for as long as possible. It's almost a workout. Okay. I just kind of like stretch my muscles out. Gotcha. Before I go to work. I do take pre-workout before work. That's weird. On Sunday. Like to hype you up? No. It's just a long shift. Yeah. It's like legal cocaine. Pre-workout? Yeah. No exploding stuff like that? No, this stuff. Bang counts as a pre-workout? It has pre-workout in it. And really? Caffeine. It has creatine. Okay, when you say pre-workout, I'm thinking like, what are those? Na- na- uh, the like... Super s- creatine? Yeah, no, like, no effects and stuff that makes your veins bigger. What is that called? Vascular dilators? Wow, that's crazy. I would never do that. Like a popper? No, like they just sell them at fucking GNC. You can get them on the internet, buy them at Walmart, like... But if you do that and then don't end up working out for whatever reason, it is like cocaine. You want to put your fucking head through a wall. Sometimes the bangs have me feeling that way. But normally when I'm bartending, I have not I have somewhere to put my energy. So mm-hmm. I'll just clean something if I'm really slow. Or... Is Sunday the busiest night for you? At least during football season, I'd imagine. It is definitely during the football season the busiest day. And then, um, but on football, last year during football season, I was working all day during football season. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was making Make fucking money, but um, now it's not the busiest day, but I have the largest ground to cover. Mm. So Friday night, I typically cocktail serve. So it's a lot of walking, but it's mm. not a lot of back work. I'm just kind of standing around, taking orders, bringing right. beers to tables. Saturday night, I bartend, and it's just the bar talk. So it's a lot more back work, but it um, I don't have to walk as much because mm. I'm just behind the bar. Yeah. But Sunday, we are so slow normally uh, out of side football season that there's no server. So I work do both bar, the bar top and I have the cocktail tables right and I'm doing all the bar work so that can get. Which is pretty normal for like chain restaurants in the industry. Yeah. Um, for bartenders to work like that. So it's been. Sunday is the day where my, my body hurts the most. Like are, I, your, are your regulars spaced out by day? Like, do you have Sunday regulars, Tuesday regulars? Or is it just like they just my come regulars in they come know in? that I'm there on the weekends? You can stop by on a weekend night and I'll be there. Mm. Last night, I worked in the morning. And I got off at four so I could go do Phil's show, which was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. But uh, I like, I mean, it's kind of funny. Like, our regulars, a lot of them aren't my regulars as much mm-hmm. as they just like have been going there. That location has been there for like 15 years. So. Speaking of Phil's show, you said you had a story about a, a, a man purchasing a painting. Oh, yeah. So this guy, he bought, he was trying to buy a painting. His name's Johnny. Really nice guy. He bought a painting. Johnny, if you're listening to the pod, thank you for buying the painting. He told me he was going to get it framed. Actually, this other girl that I met, she's a painter. I guess to be specific, it's not a painting. It's a it's a photograph, right? Yeah. Well, he it's art. Yeah. It's a, it's a still photography image. 
Describe of, it. Of my feet in boudoir. Have you talked about it before on the podcast? I think everybody knows it. I was going to say, listeners, uh, they're fucking awesome. I have one in my house. They're pretty yeah. hilarious. And um, what was I going to say? Oh, so he wants to buy one. And, you know, I, I have them for $20. They're only $20. And I, I, I pitch them as merch after my set. Mm. And what's so funny is he didn't even see my set. He got there late. But then I whipped him out on the dining room. They sell themselves, dude. I was walking around and I pulled him out on the dining room and then um, he was like, oh, that is so funny. You know, he's really responding to the bit and that's awesome and I love it. And he gets it, you know, and he's laughing at the stuff about it outpacing inflation and everything. <laughs> and his wife is laughing too. She's having a good time. They're both, they're, they were both at family, a family member's house. So they were both drinking mm -hmm. particularly heavily. So, uh, he, uh, he goes, I'm gonna buy one of those. I'm gonna buy one of those. And she, she kind of looks at him like he's being funny. And I start, he, he goes, what's your PayPal? And I'm like, you know, it's, it's local sex symbol. Right. All one word. And he's like, they start laughing again. And then a couple minutes later, he's like, Hey, really, man, I don't have any cash. What's your PayPal? And she goes, you're not buying a fucking foot photo. <laughs> and meanwhile, you're like, no, really, it's local sex symbol. I'm like, it's really local sex symbol. <laughs> and so then he's like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send it to you. And she goes, seriously, you're not buying one of those fucking pictures. And he's, she's like, just on one about it now. Yeah. And he's like, oh, come on, I want one. This is funny. We, This guy's, you know. And then I start giving her a hard time. I'm like, hey, I'm just trying to make a living here. Like, I'm trying to sell merch after my show. You're kind of harsh on my buzz here. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, I'm sorry. You seem really nice, but I just can't justify spending Was 20. he buying one of the $20 ones or the $50 ones? The $20 ones. Okay. She's like, I just can't justify spending $20 on a picture of somebody's feet. And yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, but, you know, this is, I, you're kind of, you know, I have to my feed field. my kids. Yeah. <laughs> I said, like, I, that's what I said. I said, I have a better apartment. It's a thousand dollars a month. And, like, this is how I pay my rent. Like, you're kind of hurting my feelings. Yeah, right seriously. Now. Even and if you throw it away afterwards, it's still nice to give someone $20 and say, I respect your art. Like, I, yeah. And so I kind of, like, I made a, I tried to make a joke out of it, but I packed everything up and I was like, if you guys aren't going to buy anything, then I just can't sit here and continue yeah. to show you the stuff. I have to go show other people. And so I put it away and I walk away. And I'm out. I go back out to the garage. Now the garage is the show's over. We close the garage, and a few of the comics, some of the Austin guys, are still in there smoking weed before they hit the road, right? Right. And um, she, the guy Johnny, walks into the garage, and he's like, "Hey, man, did you did you put those photos up?" <laughs> he's going behind the wife's back to get this foot picture. And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Listen, don't tell her, but I'm gonna buy one later, okay?" <laughs> and then I was like, "All right, man. All right." And I had one of those pins that has the four colors on it in my car. Yeah. So I go and I grab it, but I put the photos up because I kind of gave, I forgot about it. Like I was hanging out. This is like an hour after the show's over. Yeah. I go put and the photo. And he's still hung up on it. Like I could just picture him like he's getting a beer out of the cooler and biting his fingernails afterwards. Well, like, I know Phil's family pretty fucking... well, so I was hanging out for a while. Yeah. You know? How did he know Phil? Is that how he was there? Yeah. So he's related to Phil's. Gotcha. He's part of Phil's family. So, um, yeah, it's. In an extended way, mm -hmm. he's he's somebody's stepdad, one of Luke's Once brothers. Removed, yeah. Yada yada. Yeah, I know exactly who he is, but I don't want to say too much. Okay. Uh, so anyway, then yeah. So later, there's another girl, and uh, she's really nice. Her name's Elena. She bought one as well, 
And she comes up to me outside and she's like, hey, did you put those foot photos up? I want to buy one. Those people are being fucking dicks. You're a fucking <laughs> genius. And I was like, I appreciate it. She's like, that's fucking art. I know art when I see it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, I love you guys. And then Johnny walks up and she's like, he's like, are you doing it? Are you going to buy one? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to buy one. And so now they're both like, okay, we're going to buy one. Don't tell them though. And I'm like, guys, why is this such a secret? I'm like, fuck that. So I took the foot photos and I took my four color. Pen. I went to my car. I grabbed the four color pen mm-hmm. and I grabbed the foot photos. I walked back in and I sat at the dining room table in front of his wife. I pulled it out. I turned it over and I wrote, to Johnny, stay strong, brother. (laughs) 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 And I I signed it and I wrote my Instagram handle and I gave him. And he sent me 20 bucks on PayPal. And then the other girl, I think I'm going to have t-shirts soon of, she's a painter, so she's going to do like a painting in her style. And if I like it, I'm going to put it on a t-shirt. Hell yeah, dude. So, you know, she goes, what if you don't like it? And I'm like, uh, I'll, I'll be nice about it, it but yeah. I like, won't use it, you know. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, I think I'm going to go in a different direction or something like that. Yeah. Knowing you, though, I mean, her odds are pretty good, right? Like, if someone paints something with the specific thought of of you liking it, you're probably going to like it, right? I like, mean, I like, I'm very open-minded. Yeah. I like art. Um, and kind-hearted when it comes to other people's expression. You know right. what I mean? Like, even if but it's, it's also the ugliest thing merch. in the world, you'll be like, oh, my God, that's so ugly. I love it. Like, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I do have that in me. A little bit. Yeah. Look at that Kanye West painting on the wall over there. Love it. Yeah. The Mancini one? Wait, what? No, the Kanye West art. The ballerina. He did that? That's a... It's not... I don't think he painted it, but it's from The Runaway. Oh, okay. It's the it's the artwork for to a company, Runaway. It's, it's cool, though, right? Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. That's It's kind of ugly. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of bad in a way that makes you look Seems a little unproportionate or misproportioned. But that's, in art, you know, that's saying something. Right. That's part of it. I like art. I'm not as good at it as I want to be. At doing it or at respecting it? At doing it. Yeah. I love buying and looking at it. I wish I had the money to be an art collector. I think one day you will. Is that where you think you'll put your investments? I I would probably buy... A lot of art. I don't know that, that I think that's the smartest thing to do. Can I can I say that I feel like you're more the type, you know, it, when you say invest in art, you're talking about buying big popular people who already have expensive work that's only going to appreciate. I think that you're the type of person that would actually rather uh, collect a number of amateur paintings that probably will never go anywhere and you're just like i saw this at such and such place and it evokes such emotion from me that i had to buy it rather than this one's going to be worth a lot of fucking money one day you know a lot of the pieces i have are local painters but i think that's just where i am financially well i firmly believe that mancini's going to be famous one day i love all of his work every time i see a mancini around denton i get so excited if i could buy like son of man i would probably would (laughs) what's that it's a very famous painting okay it's the guy he's got the top hat and the apple on his face Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably my... Oh, that was like my phone wallpaper for a long time. Really? I don't know why. Does that feel cheap to have some... Because you probably got that phone wallpaper for free, right? Yeah, I just... You're like, I really respect this guy's stuff. You're really, putting it on your phone, and you're kind of like getting the word out about well, it. Well, Renee Margrave is dead, so I don't... Yeah, yeah. Long. He's like a famous painter. He's made... But his grandkids deserve it. Or it's a woman, possibly. <laughs> I think it might be a woman. Yeah, I have no idea. It's French. You know, the French, their names are all unisex. And they're all gender fluid. I want to go smoke, <laughs> but there's literally fucking wasps. Like, there's three or four now hanging out on my patio, plural. Well, I guess we got to get a can of raid. 
smoke out front first. I do have time to go grab Raid and come back if you want to run to the store with me. Sure. I was talking about meeting Devin at a... Anyways, we'll talk about this afterwards. Well, no, it's great. It works for the pod. Yeah. Dude, we're almost out of time. Dang. Do you feel like that was a whole hour? No, I feel like it was half of that. Half an hour. Right. Yeah. Did you have fun? I did. I loved it. Do you want to play any more of the This games? is, by the way, the first podcast I've ever done sober, like with no alcohol whatsoever. Wow. Yeah, because I get so nervous about them. I always like just... Like bring beer with me or have a beer or two before or no or reason both. To be nervous on my show. Yeah. Well, and I think that's part of it is that I'm so comfortable with you as a as a friend, you know what I mean? That right. I was like and I also know that number one, you're sober, so you weren't gonna be partaking. It would make me look like total shit if at noon I'm just like getting hammered right. and you're sober guy. You know what yeah. I mean? Um I don't know what number two was, anyways. I can't spray them while it's hot. I should wait till it's nighttime and spray the nest, right? Why? So they don't fucking come at me. Oh, because they're like disgruntled about the temperature. Well, when they're awake if at night, if they're asleep and you spray it, they'll wake up for like half a second, but they're dead before they can get to you. I find we have a, a lot of wasps that come around our pergola in the backyard. I find that the act of spraying the raid in the area, they smell that toxin and they get the fuck out whether you hit them or not. Raid doesn't exactly kill them on the spot. Like you hit them and then they fly off and they may die somewhere else, but they hate the smell of that toxin so much that they piss off anyways. Well, if you want to go out there and spray them, have fun. <laughs> but if anyone get in the apartment, I'm going to be mad you did it during the day. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure you're supposed to wait until like nine. Should I scale the building so you don't even have to open the door? <laughs> if I, I might go buy some and then after work, spray it. Yeah. Cause they'll be asleep. Are they? Are they sleep at night? I guess. Yeah, and yeah. when it's cold. If yeah. you ever find a nest when it's cold and you spray it, you won't have wasps that come back. Yeah, they're weird devils. They're yeah. like demons. They are demons. Probably my second least favorite animal, if you include insects as animals. Snake yeah. number one, dude. I don't fuck with snakes. I fucking hate snakes. In fact, I might hate mosquitoes more than I hate. Wasp, because wasps, you like see one and you're like, okay, time to be cautious. There's a wasp. Mosquito, you don't know until it's too late. Yeah. So, I do hate mosquitoes more than wasps. As yeah. In my logical brain, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. But emotionally, seeing a wasp evokes more fear. It's doing something to me. Yeah. I have like a phobia or something. I don't want to end the show. Yeah. It's been so much fun. I feel that. Is Steve doing uh, shows this weekend? Is that where he I is? guess he's he on tour? Road? Well, we normally record on Monday, uh -huh. but I'm my I'm trying to have plans tomorrow. Yeah, so, with a certain lady, a certain lady. Yeah, you know, and um, hopefully that goes well. Yeah, but it might not happen actually. So if you're trying to hang out tomorrow, I can too. I wish you the best. I haven't been to Mad Hatter in a hot minute, so. I'm still doing Mad Hatter tomorrow. Yeah. So come check it out. Yeah, I guess I don't have anything else to say. And um, Thanks for having me, dude. I had a blast. Do you have any anything to plug? Anything you want to get off your chest? We don't, I mean, you don't have to plug. Okay. Um, anything I want to get off my chest? Any deep truths? There was one thing that I kind of wanted to do the beep, beep, beep on. But you know what? It's really a, it's really more of a story. So, like, <laughs> building, 